Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we watch seminal 80s horror anthology, Tales from the Dark Side, so you don't have to. Or if you want to, you can. Right, but, but not this episode. Yeah. Not this episode. Spoiler alert. <laughs> we will tell you which ones to do. I'm Matt Noss. With me is Matt Rose and Jen Hansen. Hi. Hello. Uh, and a very, very special guest. Please welcome, for the first time, Joe Hingleberg. Joe, uh, we have questions that we ask everybody who joins us for the first time here okay. in the transmission studio. Uh-huh. Is this the first episode of Tales from the Dark Side you've ever seen? <laughs> ever? Why are you guys laughing? <laughs> because we're all thinking of the same questions. <laughs> Uh, yes, this is absolutely the very first episode I've ever seen. Okay. Have you watched any other uh, like shows that would be like Twist of Fate theater? So um, Twilight Zone, yep, no. Outer uh, Limits, no. Black Mirror. I watched Black Mirror. Okay, oh, okay. yeah, that Black. is a, a modern and an excellent Twist of Fate. Uh, I am kind of a sort of a sissy when it comes to horror or post-apocalyptic. Kind of things. Okay. So, uh, so you must have been terrified then this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This haunting nightmare that you just watched. Yeah. I was so afraid at how much I did not get it. <laughs> I'm really afraid of things that are scary or things that don't make any sense. Well, then we had the perfect episode for you. Today's episode was The Satanic Piano. Yes. Jen, please give us some details. Here are some sweet deets about The Satanic Piano. This episode aired November 3rd. 1985. Struggling composer Pete Bancroft is contacted by strange Wilson Farber, who has invented a piano that can read minds and may be able to help Bancroft in his career. Uh, This episode was directed and written by John Harrison. Uh, John Harrison uh, wrote and directed several uh, episodes that we'll see. Uh, He did I'll Give You a Million and Levitation. Okay. And then he has done like He'll do like eight more throughout the series. Oh, wow. Um, let's see. This episode stars a bunch of people. Well, we know it stars one Lisa Bonet. Bonet. Yes, it stars an adorable Lisa Bonet. Mm-hmm. But I have some problems with the script there, but we'll come back to it. But yes, Lisa Bonet, uh, famously Denise Huxtable from The Cosby Show. Uh, Angel Heart, High Fidelity, lots of movies. Uh, I'm going to come back to our lead because I want to read his bio. Oh, please. Oh, yes, um, please. Uh, Farber was played by Philip Roth, who was uh, Woodsy in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, uh, who was also in What's Up Doc, Catch-22, a bunch of 70s movies. And uh, Felice Orlandi played Tony, the agent. Uh, uh, Tony, uh, I'm sorry, Felice Orlandi, was married to Alice Ghostly, star of Anniversary Dinner. What? Crazy. And I like to think... It was it was this show that brought them together, <laughs> and ultimately drove them apart. I'm sure. Uh, all right, so Michael Warren played the role of uh, Bancroft, the lead in this episode. Here is his bio. <clears throat> I can't wait for this. <laughs> Smart, talented African American actor Michael Warren could have followed in the star shoes of Sidney Poitier. <laughs> Whoa. But Denzel Washington beat him to it. Oh. <laughs> what? That's how it goes. 
best remembered for his Emmy-nominated role as police officer Bobby Hill in the Stephen Bochco crime series Hill, Hill Street, Street Blues, Blues. Okay. Mike's respected turn on this quality show should have led to much bigger things. Let's see. He did sports. Uh, I'm just trying to find. go back to the bitter parts. Um... Developing an ad agency in Los Angeles to counterbalance the unsteadiness of a fledgling acting career, he landed some commercial commercial work here and there before earning his first regular role on the short-lived TV series Sierra. He proceeded to take his earnest young mug to such black exploitation films as Cleopatra Jones and to <gasps> daytime programming with a 1976 stint on Days of Our Lives. After more episodic work in a failed series pilot, not to mention a supporting role in the basketball-themed comedy Fast Break, Mike hit the TV jackpot with the award-winning, critically acclaimed Hill Street Blues. Possessing the same kind of street-savvy and cerebral handsomeness as Denzel, <laughs> Mike seemed a shoe-in for film stardom. Instead, his career moved rather slow and erratically after the end of his, the hit series in 1987. He did co-star with Cicely Tyson in the holiday season greeter, The Qu Kid Who Loved Christmas, and with D.B. Sweeney portraying a basketball coach in Heaven is a Playground. But outside of this, nothing of great significance followed. Other series work came and went, and the best of the bunch being a recurring role on the series Soul Food. Nevertheless, Mike continues to work, has a stable home life, and currently lives in Los Angeles <laughs> with his wife, And don't you dare Jenny. say anything the opposite. <laughs> they have four children. Uh, can we talk about the term cerebral handsomeness? I was wondering I, about I was... that too, Yeah. <laughs> He's only handsome in your brain. brain. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he has a gorgeous brain. You guys, if you see these ridges, you're going to be like, ooh. 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 <laughs> these ridges. <laughs> these ridges are making me thirsty. <sighs> Joe. Uh, yeah. I got to ask you something. Yeah. What do you know about man? And where he lives. Uh, one more time. Do you know where man lives? If not, it's fine. We can tell you right now that he lives in the sunlit world of what he believes to be reality. Oh, that's what I was going to say, the sunlit world and what he believes to re be reality. Yeah, right. yeah, but, but unseen by most. There is an underworld. It's just as real, Joe. It's just not as brightly, brightly lit. lit. It's a dark, dark side. side. <laughs> I feel like I'm watching this episode all over again. <laughs> It's a dark side, Joe. It is. It's a dark side. And the door to the dark side swings wide open. Oh, goodness. Oh, before we talk about what we see when the dark side, the door to the dark side yes. opens, we should say what we thought this episode was based on the title, The mm -hmm. Satanic Piano. Okay. I'll go first because okay. I, I was wrong. I wrote, this possessed piano writes the hits and it's time to pay the piper. <laughs> that okay. really wasn't that... That's not too far off. Yeah, no, not at all. Because mine... I just wrote a piano that can write good songs at a price. Hmm. Ooh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I wrote the piano that eats people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, death piano. That's bad three. That's right. <laughs> I, I, from here on out, my summaries are probably going to be just deathbed, just reinterpreted into whatever the, the title of the episode is. Uh, so I wrote two different descriptions. One, demonized racial piano. Uh, mm. I don't know where racial came from. And relative possesses piano. Mm. Okay. 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 Right. I still don't know if either of those are correct. <laughs> well, and there's no way to know, Joe. Yeah. 
Door opens, and we open to uh, gold and platinum records. Photographs of people hugging. Uh, and and the cover of Musician magazine. <laughs> Famous. There he is. Arms crossed, quadruple pleated pants. <laughs> Bancroft. Bancroft. Those Bancroft. plant those pants were more pleated than any curtains I've ever seen yeah, in my they life. Were, they, <laughs> oh, he wasn't were, wearing curtains? <laughs> <laughs> It was a real it was a real 80s festival. Oof, those even those in pants. the 80s I don't remember seeing that many pleats in a pair of pants. This was like Hey, we didn't know Bancroft, okay? Well, these pants were like um saved by the bell pants. Okay. AC <laughs> <laughs> Slater would have worn these yeah, pants. Yeah, they, okay. they were AC Slater specials, mm-hmm. but an 80s cut so they were more billowy. Yeah. Like if if in stop making sense <laughs> David Byrne was just like, why don't we put pleats in this? That was the that was the pant. Yeah. And then like, why don't we just wrap them around the waist? Yeah. Okay. What did you notice about this uh this apartment, Joey? Uh nothing. <laughs> Good. Yes, that's yeah, pretty that's... much what I noticed too cuz it is it, it was sparse but sort of rich looking like it looked like a an artsy New York apartment, I thought. There's so, a white couch with white pillows. Rich people live yeah. here. <laughs> so I wrote, I wrote, um, because he's writing a song. You see him at the piano, and he's like, he's basically writing, dun dun dun, flomp. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, the the Bugs Bunny episode where, um, do do do. Yes, dun. that's all I could think of. Yep, yep, yep. Do 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 do. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I wrote down like he's a musician. Yeah. He knows tonic, dominant, how chord structure works. <laughs> he wouldn't be like uh A to G to oh, I give up hands. <laughs> yeah. C flat? Yeah. He he would not he would know what chord to go to. Yeah. It was very very dissonant at the end. It was very yes. like yeah. <laughs> like like Bleep, 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 bleep. These chords we hear, and then this chord. So I and I don't write music at a keyboard. Do you? If you're like writing a song, do you like play for a while and then just flop your hand on the keyboard, hoping it makes a pleasant sound? That's well, how I always did. Yeah, that. usually. Yeah. Oh, okay, great. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I just punch my guitar like over and over. Oh, great. Uh, okay. <laughs> write song. <laughs> damn you. <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I I just put dude trying to write a song and just can't, yeah. can't do, do it. it. Even with the very strange like future piano keyboard that he's playing. On. Oh yeah, I wrote this is what I wrote <laughs> down. Another billionaire with all these built-in electronics. Yes, he gets frustrated after two minutes of trying to write this song. Yeah, yeah. pulls a cassette tape out of his pants. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's where you keep them in those gigantic pockets. Yeah. He goes to a wall that seriously looks like service merchandise's display area. Yeah. <laughs> he, well, no, like I saw that and I was just like, wow, they they spent money on this one too. Oh, like, they rented a really expensive yeah. New York apartment yeah. for a day. Oh yeah. I don't think that that was really an apartment because I've seen that backdrop before. That was the <laughs> backdrop they used. You saw um, the uh, the Empire State Building kind of wobble a little. <laughs> well, no, that was the background I, I yeah. think they used in um, what was it, Life Bomb? Oh, okay. I, I'm oh, pretty I sure that that's. I'm pretty sure that that's 
that was the same set. They just like put holes in the wall and they uh, turn the set forty five degrees, please. <laughs> <laughs> and done. <laughs> but yeah, like they had a tape deck, they had a receiver, they had a turntable probably, and Four maybe more tape decks. maybe maybe a CD player. Yeah, I, I don't recall. Yeah. They probably still had that one. Yeah. from the impressionist. Yes. <laughs> So Lisa Bonet comes uh, traipsing into the room. Now, Lisa Bonet is a grown woman <laughs> in this, but all of her dialogue reads like she is six. 16. Yeah, 16. Or yep. six. Daddy, will you help me with my song? It's Ugh. about how much I love, love you. you. Yeah, I I, I put all that down. Right. I wrote that down almost yeah, verbatim sorry, yeah, and then all. just put ugh. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. It's six to eight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Daddy, could you please help me? I love you. Daddy, could you cut up my song into little pieces so I could eat it with my mouth? My mouth is too small to open in big bites. Can't open. And you're such a daddy. <laughs> uh, can I just mention, um, I was writing while you guys said that it was Lisa Monet. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I swear I thought you guys said that it was Lisa Loeb. <laughs> <laughs> So I spent the whole movie thinking, like, wait, where's Lisa, where's Lisa Loeb? Loeb? Yeah, <laughs> well, she's so, in a corner, just staying there. <laughs> so we uh, we did miss one part that's a little, um, it's not important at all, but I wrote it down. So okay, so we'll I think it's important. It, yes. um, <laughs> she she heard the music that he was listening to, and mm-hmm. I think she called it sexy music yes yeah and he goes how do you know what sexy music sounds like you know what i don't want to know <laughs> daddy i heard this music was sexy <laughs> daddy cut up the sexy music for me i can only fit eighth notes in my mouth <laughs> so small <laughs> it's so small oh <laughs> 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 Mary. Mary. <laughs> uh, that relationship was very, very troubling. Yeah. There, I, it took a couple of lines before I was sure that she wasn't just his mistress who called him daddy. <laughs> Which was very possible. Yeah. Still not the worst TV father she's had. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. Uh, then, then she starts to play her song. That's and that's when she asks for help. Mm-hmm. She asks for help. She stops playing her song. She starts playing his song, mm-hmm. and she goes, "Well, maybe it's a little too straight." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was like what? <laughs> too, too straight. You need to jazz. You need to jazz this up. You need to zippity doo. So she she turns to his electronic Yamaha DX7, right? Turns that on and then starts playing it, and it's all synthy. It's a sweet synthy boy happening mm-hmm. right there. And then um, I just I'm like, this guy's a billionaire, yeah. Because I'm like, MIDI in 1984, yeah, <laughs> yeah. If you got Moog money, yeah, yeah. Th- that gear was no joke. <laughs> Sorry, guys, you have entered gear talk. <laughs> oh, he's got Moog money. Uh, so this is when uh, Tony enters. The yes. agent, yeah, yeah, the agent. Oh, Tony in a members-only jacket. <laughs> <laughs> flawlessly, flawlessly played. Uh, I thought he was the best actor of the entire movie. Yes, 
It was a movie, right? Yeah, sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's why it didn't make any sense because you fell asleep for an hour of it. <laughs> That's why it was confusing. I love it. I love that you keep calling it a movie. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a movie, right? You know, Joe, it's it's a mini movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Kind of. It's a twenty-two minute mini movie. Yeah, it's like TV. It's supposed to have a beginning, middle, and end, but this one. <laughs> it had a start and a finish. Uh, Tony starts going, hey, hey, man, they uh, the contract's not going well. The renegotiations, it's not happening. They'll, uh, they'll give you your last deal, but no sign-in bonus. He is not happy with this because he's bankrupt. I'm bankrupt, baby. Or possibly bankrupt. bankrupt. Yeah. I, <laughs> I'm glad that someone else said, wait, what did he say? Yeah. Because I really, I was not sure. And then we got to play it back. And then it was like, I'm Bancroft, baby. Yeah, all right, I get it. He said, um, he he said he really wants to get what Richie gets. Yeah. Were you thinking that he was talking about Lionel Richie? (laughs) (laughs) I I honestly, I honestly had no idea. Okay. That would be great if it was. I thought it was Lionel Lionel Richie. I saw the hello video. Yeah. I could do that. Yeah. (laughs) He's no Bancroft. (laughs) So, this is this is a great moment. Of Tales from the Dark Side. <laughs> Tony goes... Bancroft storms off. Bancroft storms off. <laughs> so it's just him sitting there on the couch with Lisa Bonet. And there's a pause. Lisa Loeb. Tony goes, well, I guess we'll go make a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that was... <laughs> the camera's still on. Just say anything. <laughs> there's no more lines on the page. <laughs> As an what do you want? <laughs> is, it, is it possible to get a sandwich? Could we do that? It's amazing. It's brilliant. <laughs> Lisa Bonet looks like, well, I hope, I'm hope i glad he said something. Yeah. <laughs> what do you think craft services was like on this show? Oh, awesome. <laughs> really, really craft, awesome. The, By craft services, I mean a box of... Uh, craft singles. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Box of no-name Oreos. <laughs> Hydrox. Yes. Nutella. Oh, if you're lucky, Hydrox. Lots of Nutella. <laughs> yes. It's it's three crackers in a, a, a tub of Nutella. Yeah. <laughs> Look, the crackers go to the stars. <laughs> a Yamaha DX7 casually plays. Yes. And Tony leaves at this point. And then the phone rings. Well, uh, sh- he has an exchange with... Uh, with uh, Lisa Bonet before that. Oh, shit. Because she says, Daddy, what's oh. wrong with getting older? Yep. Yeah. You sound just <laughs> like your mother. Yeah. What's what's wrong with getting older? Again, like a six-year-old. Mm-hmm. Daddy, what is Sky? <laughs> <laughs> Daddy, why Sky? <laughs> Daddy, why Sky, <laughs> Daddy, what will it be like when I am your age, which is eight? <laughs> Oh, oh, whoa. <laughs> do, do, do. Deebly do, poop, poop. Now. Now the phone rings. A Yamaha DX7 casually plays <laughs> yes. the song's little avert. Yes. And uh, the phone rings and he picks it up. All right. So now we just see a man, the sweatiest man. Sweatiest man. He went to the Danny Aiello school of yes. sweating. Yeah, he was wet. <laughs> <laughs> this guy... Seriously, they vaselined his face. It was disgusting. And then They're... they spray bottled him. Yeah. Yeah. 
and then he was like lit from below. So it's just like a close up of it, like his uh, his mouth and chin next to the phone. So <laughs> real yeah, charming. It was though. yeah, very charming. <laughs> real a real doll. I I wrote um, old greasy lips. <laughs> <laughs> I just put sweaty as fuck, dude. That's, yeah. Uh, in regards to this, did he like hang up at some point? Because I just wrote, no dial tone has ever sounded like that ever. At the very <laughs> end. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. So he offers Bancroft um, an instrument that will help him out of his current predicament. Mm-hmm. Oh, good, good, good. And then I think before he can tell him to get lost, just hangs up the phone. <laughs> like he's he's gonna come get me because he a, tells him he tells him where to go. One eleven North Washington and Fifty Fifth. Yep. What? <laughs> what you gave him? What? What a weird you, movie. They, he gave him the address <laughs> and the and, cross street. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> One eleven North Washington. Period. Yeah. And Fifty Fifth. <laughs> Uh, you're in Nightmare Lane, so... Yeah. yeah. Addresses were weird in the 80s. Mm-hmm. So he goes to Old Greasy Lips. Yes. Well, so, wait. I, I want to point one thing out. So the guy tells him, I've got something that I think can help you out of your current predicament. Mm-hmm. And then in the background, you just see someone... I think, like, someone just goes, well, he's dead. Or something <laughs> a guy like on a gurney that's right I, yeah i forgot about that yeah part. that's right oh <laughs> like nothing nothing is i mean i know that the whole sandwich thing was like quintessential tales from the dark yeah. side but so is well he's dead yeah. <laughs> and, and not only that he's like guess he wasn't the one yeah no seriously that, like so just pan out Okay, so this guy that we later find out is named Wilson Farber. Farber. Mm-hmm. He, what did you think he looked like? <clears throat> I did not have a good one. Is this uh, the guy with the long hair? Yes. Yeah. And Joey, the, what was and your the red jumpsuit? Yeah, Joey, uh, what was your description? Because Joey and I started scribbling furiously at the <laughs> yes, same time. At the same time, I said he should have been played by Jeffrey Tambor or Mel Brooks in Spaceballs. I almost I almost wrote down Jeffrey Tambor. I have two. Uh, I have he's either uh, Dave Attell as an old Navajo doctor. <laughs> Accurate. Or, or he's Mr. Furley from Three's Company in a Dr. Jekyll costume. <laughs> Dr. Jekyll Don Nuss. Yeah. <laughs> I would have taken either. That is good. Thank you. That is really good. <sighs> no, he was really bad, though. Yeah. Maddie, did you have one? <laughs> Nothing like theirs, but mine was that that's, he looked exactly like the kind of guy that bought cigarettes and wine coolers for 13-year-old girls. Yes. <laughs> yes. Totally. Yeah. Yep. The girls, uh, you girls need anything to drink. <sighs> like, he would sit there in, like, an old, like, VW a bus yeah like yep. in the parking lot of a farmer jack <laughs> there's not so much room in the back of the bus sit on my lap it's always <laughs> saving time hey. well, well, i mean I, I don't know if you noticed or not but like that's kind of what the agent did with lisa benet yeah where she just sat on his fucking lap and it was like if she was eight okay she's 18 now you're that's... my daddy <laughs> <laughs> will you make me a sandwich and cut it up in a little pieces <laughs> Easy, Lisa Loeb. <laughs> <laughs> it's Lisa Loeb, right? Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. oh, cool. the whole time. 
as a movie. All right, good. So, um, so now uh, our so man. So that that was the act. That break. was the act break. Now Bancroft is at the um, taxidermy disco. Yeah. Of Farber. So he's at Farber's outside, the outside door. And Farber has a musical keypad to get uh, in. Yeah, I I rolled my eyes at that, but uh, so it. What, God, what do you say? Like F A C B flat. <laughs> like beep beep boop beep. Door opens up immediately, and they go into the warehouse of what the fuck toys. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was like somebody. So this was the writing room. I don't know. There's a bunch of crap everywhere. I don't know. There's, like, a, there's a voodoo head. Yeah, and like one of the, like there should be beeps and boops everywhere. <laughs> they gotta play songs to get in. Yeah, there's a there's a jar with hands. Yeah, just, <laughs> just somebody furiously writing yeah. down on a whiteboard. Get more ants. Why aren't I? Shouldn't have to say ants. You I said ants, lad. <laughs> so yeah, a voodoo mask on the wall. What are you stupid? This place is terrible. I hate all this of them. This is the worst job I ever done. <laughs> and then they show him it at like it's. They show him the yeah. set, and he's like, "It's, it's perfect." <laughs> <laughs> I only yell at you to make you do, do work better. this good. <laughs> I yell because I love, <laughs> and because I'm serious. <laughs> Because I'm very angry. <laughs> I also feel like my parents did not like me as a person, uh, as an adult, or a child. I am extremely intolerant to certain foods and religions. <laughs> they walk into the taxidermy yep. dis- disco, and he shows him, well, he says a whole bunch of bullshit. He's mm-hmm. like, this will make you more famous than Moog. This will make you the best player. Very that's... flowery, yeah. And I know that you are having trouble today. Mm-hmm. Well, and then it it played the song that he was trying to play <laughs> earlier. Right. And so the the well, at first he tries to play the song literally mm-hmm. on the keyboard that's mm-hmm. attached to the device. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, and that's and that's when he goes, play it the way you want it to play it. <laughs> Which like he wasn't he already doing that? Like he kind of fucked it up earlier. I'm just saying like So uh Brent Spiner's uncle <laughs> is telling our man Bancroft all this and he Bancroft has a face that's like, nah, mm-hmm. none of this. This is all BS, this is all garbage. But then he's uh uh old Brent Spiner's uncle goes I brought you here to see the future. (laughs) And I guess that did it. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That matters for some reason. (laughs) So it just starts uh, playing the song that he was thinking of. (laughs) Joe, that song, what did you, what did you think of this song? Uh, It's pretty good. <laughs> Joe, you know he's not here right now. Yeah. We can we can be honest. Okay, I would YouTube it and I would hate it. Yeah. Yeah. Um it sounded it sounded like the demo track 
on one of those keyboards. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah totally. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. I thought he might be writing. Do you know the the Philip Michael Thomas song "Just the Way I Planned It"? No. Oh, okay. Well, we gotta watch this after, and we should we'll put it up on the uh, the transmissions page because okay. it is s- it's so perfect. It's oh, I can't wait for you guys to watch it. Okay. Oh, what boy. is it now? Uh, Philip Michael Thomas was on uh, Miami Vice. Oh, okay. He uh, was uh, he was Don Tubbs, wasn't he? Yes, I think so. I yeah, because it was Ray Crockett. And Sonny Tubbs, wasn't it? Sonny Crockett. Oh, it was Sonny Crockett. Sonny Crockett. Sonny, I like Sonny Tubbs better, I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, we got milk, we got some purple stuff, we got some Sonny Tubbs. <laughs> Give me them Sonny Tubbs! <laughs> it's just Sonny Delight with a float of butter on top. <laughs> Put it on bread. It's delicious. <laughs> uh, you know what I love? A good Hawaiian roll with some sunny tubs on it. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've, you've reached tub talk. Oh, God. That was so great to, you know, like sit on the porch at three in the morning and just cry softly and just, just down one of those puppies. Oh. Uh, Crying on a porch and and just mawn on a sunny tub. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I don't even know where we are. So it starts playing the song that he wanted to play. Yep. And it sounds, oh, it's a hot track. Wilson Farber, the man with uh, the man with the mullet for days, goes. Mm-hmm. Now one of your best songs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's that was a great way to sell it too. But he is. But our but our man Bancroft is taken. He says, "I want it. I'll give it to me." How much? How much? How much? It's not for sale. <laughs> If they would have rolled credits right then, <laughs> I would have been so fucking delighted. <laughs> I'd have cracked a sunny tub. <laughs> yep. And uh, crack a sunny tub. Just crack a sunny tub and enjoy the credits. Oh. Everybody joining post sunny yeah. tub. <laughs> Just going to be so long. <laughs> Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. He goes, it's free. You can take it with you. Mm. But... I don't know. It was was something like, oh, and then you'll write your songs, and then we'll talk about a price. (laughs) Well, seems fair. Well, goodbye. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like, so, so when do I get it delivered? Yeah. Do they cut to him back at his apartment with it? At it's this the point? next day, and he's yeah. At it's the, the next. It's the it. next day, and he's like, it's I it's mean, over by the window. He's he, on the couch. He's on the white couch with the white pillows, and he like wakes up and like smiles. Oh, and like, I, oh, and like he like just fucked his the piano. Yes, yeah. Did we all write down? Oh, he just fucked this piano. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I was like, he looks at it like a lover. Yeah. yeah that is. Ex- yes. That is exactly like. Oh, hello, fuck. keys. Yeah. Can't wait to put you back in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> real weird. That's a real weird thing to say to a piano. But all right. And all of our viewers have left. (laughs) I don't blame you. No, that's okay. That's okay. The listener is still here, aren't you? 
Hello. You'll always be here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> what, do you, what do you want? You want a little more Roomba? We can do it. <laughs> no, I'm good. Somebody call my name. Roomba, what are you doing here? Oh, I just heard there was a part with the needed a vacuum. Somebody might have just plucked a piano and left a mess on the floor. Oh, Roomba. <laughs> well, somebody just did have coitus with a piano. Oh, okay. I got a Kleenex stuck in me. <laughs> you have a Kleenex stuck in you? Yeah. What happened? Well, somebody... Oh, no. I don't want to know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, I'm getting pretty tired. <laughs> You've only been out of your cradle. You were on your cradle all day. I know, but I just like to rock. <laughs> Anyway, Wait. I think my battery, uh, my battery life isn't so good anymore. I'm getting older. Hey, what's so bad about getting older? Anyway. Roomba. Sorry, I got that Lindor truffle all over the place. <laughs> well, goodbye. See you later, Roomba. <laughs> See you later, beep, Roomba. Beep. Oh, God. Oh, God. I'm glad he showed up. Now, I would have watched that for 25 minutes. <laughs> for sure. Oh, God. <laughs> is there, if there isn't a Roomba Fails channel on YouTube. Oh, then we have to. Oh, then I can, then I can very Roombas. easily make one. Yeah. Oh, God. Yo, I told you about has... the weird dance that my Roomba yeah. did when the, the lint filter came out. Yeah. It was, it was the most wiggling. pathetic thing I'd ever think. It's like when you see like a gazelle break its leg yeah. and then it starts to jump and you're like, that lion uh, isn't even trying yeah. now. Yeah, the lion's like... I, I think that was the conversation, Matt, that brought the Roomba to us. The Roombas had many appearances on this show, Joe. <laughs> Okay, good to know. Yeah. <laughs> All he, right. he wakes up from his nap. He looks at his post-coitus piano. And he's like giggling and yeah. shit. No joke. I wrote, that dude is giggling and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he also wakes up Lisa Bonet. Lisa Loeb. Lisa Loeb. He, yeah. he wakes up Lisa Loeb <laughs> uh, to tell her she looks bad. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Whoa. He tells, yeah, he, he's just like, you, you've looked better. Yeah. Well, so, yeah. So the night before... The night before this coitus moment, mm -hmm. he is playing this at full volume yeah. in the house. And of course, Lisa Bonet wakes Loeb, wakes up <laughs> and you. is watching him do this. Yeah. And it's like, I love my dad. I guess I'll watch him make this terrible song. Yes, I'm going to watch my dad fuck a Five. piano now. <laughs> Five terrible songs. So she she comes in and she's like, I made you breakfast. Yeah. And he's like, you look like... You Awful. look like you look shit. like hot garbage. What yeah. the fuck's wrong with you? I was busy making your breakfast, Dad. <laughs> Roomba. <laughs> Roomba was just here for a second. Oh my god, what did it do to the floor? That's not breakfast. <laughs> so my question is, she walks over to it. It starts playing her song. Mm -hmm. He's like, "Hey, I didn't turn this off. Don't mess with this." And then she has her hands behind her back. Like, I was like, was her fingers crossed? Like in an old-timey <laughs> cartoon? Like, no, I won't touch like it. Like Dennis the Menace or something? <laughs> or, or Orco. <laughs> yeah, like Orco. <laughs> but it just seemed like now all of a sudden she's like one of the three little maids. Yeah. <laughs> she's so mischievous. <laughs> three little maids from school, are we? <laughs> <laughs> 
So I figured I, I figured that uh, she was going to turn it on because mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. just the way that this goes. So he leaves to do something. He's got to go to the studio. Okay. Because now he's back on top, baby. Mm-hmm. Ooh, I wrote five songs yesterday. Woo! <laughs> then we're gonna go multi-platinum. I'm bankrupt, baby. <laughs> <laughs> So this is around the time when it turns on and we find out that this keyboard contraption actually is is communicating back to Wilson Farber because that's when he and uh, as soon as it happened like I really wanted to slap my forehead but I didn't do it um <laughs> that's when he was like it's not him she's the one yeah. Yeah, where I was just like, Oh God, what is this? The matrix now? Jesus. Yeah. They have spy tech. They know. <laughs> <laughs> he I, once again is wearing some serious eighties pants. Oh, I didn't notice his pants. Oh yeah. I, I got kind of tired same. of the episode by this point. Is this long hair guy again? That we're talking no, about? no. We're, I think we're still talking, we're talking about, about Bancroft, Bancroft's right? Bancroft. I just, yeah. just want to say that most of this felt like a fever dream for me. Yeah. So. Yep. Yeah, they tend to do that. <laughs> yeah. They tend to do that. Yeah. Here's what was great about this episode. I mean, we'll finish it up. Here's what was great. The only great thing. we've. This is, what, our sixth episode of the season now? Yes. Mm-hmm. I think so. most of the season has been really good enough that it has lulled us into a false sense of security yeah. and made us think, that, oh, we weren't oh. dealing with what we were dealing with anymore. Season two is good, yeah. period, the yeah. end. No, we needed this episode to kick us right in the ass <laughs> and be like, hey, if you think this show isn't fucking ball rats nuts, <laughs> <laughs> then you're bankrupt. Think again. Think again, bankrupt. <laughs> then you're bankrupt. <laughs> you're all bankrupt. <laughs> now eat these tears. <laughs> <laughs> Victor Garber. <laughs> oh, Victor Garber. <laughs> that was, that was the one with loose birds. I just want to point yeah, that oh, out. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Joe? Yep. Do you know what happens next? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I. You can see it in my notes. I wrote down several times, I don't know what's happening. <laughs> Dude, seriously, what is happening? Wait, what's that? <laughs> yeah. What's that? Is your, the, top, the top of page two of your notes is literally, well, wait. That's, that's top of page three, baby. <laughs> it's literally, wait, what's that? <laughs> oh, my God. That's a brilliant, brilliant moment. Uh, no, I, I definitely still do not know what's happening. So I believe that w- what happens from here, once we find out that Lisa Bonet is the one. Lisa Loeb. Lisa, Lisa Loebnay is, is the one. Ooh, Loebnay. Um, yes. Uh, is that the agent, I believe, yes. is is talking to Bancroft now, and yep. he's like, oh, the guy, uh, it's Wilson Farber. He was a metal manager for a band, and they died on stage. <laughs> Satanism. <Huh. laughs> so this is a real chick tract of a moment. Yep, yep. <laughs> 1,000%. It's totally boo. Because... Because what's happening is we now, the satanic panic yep. is in full <laughs> effect. Yeah. He and was a manager of a metal band. He must be the devil. Yeah. <laughs> you mean a heavy metal band that was a group of satanists? <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly who I meant. And the lead singer died on stage during one of those there was ritualistic, ritualistic things. <laughs> History, baby. <laughs> 
look, it's Howl at the Moon, okay? It's not it's not a ritual. <laughs> oh, all right. So all of a sudden he goes home. Oh, well, he, no, he's already home. Yeah. yeah, he's already home. Bancroft because is home. Because he sees the uh the piano Keyboard's is gone. gone. Now, if he would have turned on a light when he actually entered his home, he would have saw that it was missing immediately. Right. Yep. <laughs> but because just, the thing the thing is like Seven feet tall. Mm-hmm. It is. It is not a small thing. It looks like if you had a piano and then you turned it on its end. That's about how big this fucking thing is. Yeah. 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 It's a grand piano sitting on the harp. <laughs> yeah. And, and it's then got if a you, screen and then like some doodads and whatever. But yeah. You you took a bunch of Legos and uh, and and spray painted them silver. And then just stuck them all over the top. That's what. <laughs> right. With, and a, then, with a screen that's got like swirly things. Right. Yeah. You put a rotating through. velvet mm-hmm. <laughs> black light poster in it. Wait, are we are we going to build a satanic piano, you guys? <laughs> oh get Ted God. on the horn. Let's <laughs> <laughs> get bankrupt already. Uh, was this the scene I wrote, You Will Be the Music Now? Yes, that's was, coming up. Yep, yep, yep. That's, yep. that's very, very close. Screw the pooch. Yeah, that was. How dare you? <laughs> Now people are going to be confused, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. All right. It's He's like, it's gone. He's crestfallen. But he knows where to go. He knows exactly where it is. Uh, he said, the sucker came and took it back. Is that the end of the act? Because it's... No, no. The end of the act was actually um, when Wilson Farber says, she's the one. Because then it's like five seconds of black screen, and then it comes back okay. to ah Wilson Farber, mental manager, Satanism. <laughs> cool. All right, so that means our man Bancroft goes to the basement. Yep. Enters beep, in beep, the beep, musical beep. code. Mm-hmm. Enters into the room. Sees Lisa. Lisa Loebney. Uh, Loebney <laughs> is on a gurney. on the table on the gurney. And here is our dude, Wilson Farber, and he's like, "Don't touch her, or she'll die." die. Which Okay, okay, why? What? Yeah. And her song is playing through the contraption. Right. And is it at this point that he says she's the one and then it goes to commercial? Yeah, now, well, now it's no, like... No, no, it, that was no. Before. The commercial yeah. would have been oh, okay. when he says she's the one. Now, this is third act. This is all third act. Oh, shit, act. this is all third act. Yeah, yeah, so this is when he starts telling him... He goes that into his lunatic. I thought it was I thought it was you the whole time, but it was her. She's the one, and now it's taking her music and putting it in the machine. I am and then immortalizing I will have her, her soul. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to truly reach the majestic, but you have no soul, and she does. So I'm draining her soul into my keyboard. The name of Farber will be like Beethoven. Also, algorithms work this way. Like. <laughs> This speech is ridiculous. Makes no sense. Bancroft goes, you're delirious. And then it is the truest line reading of delirious I've ever heard. Yes! (laughs) I am delirious. (laughs) Ridiculous. So I think think around this time is when um, Bancroft decides that he's going to try to wreck shit. So... He starts like I think he goes to the keyboard or or something. Yeah, and he's trying um, to flip it off. Yeah, and that's when um, Wilson Farber says, "Feeble toad." Yeah, he called him a feeble toad. Yeah, I wrote that Ooh. down. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, he called him a feeble toad because I was Ooh. like, "What?" <laughs> that's hurtful. Yeah. 
It's a real jerk move. <laughs> yeah, what the hell? So he finally goes up to the swirly velvet part that's absorbing uh, her soul. And he puts his hand and through And he puts it. his hand in it. Joe, could you describe his reaction? I can't. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this episode just broke. Poor Joey. Yeah. I would say uh, shitty, maybe. Okay, yeah. That's good. Well, yeah, his acting is generally not great in this. It's not very difficult to see why he was Denzel usurped wa- by Denzel, Denzel Washington. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> Who in like Five minutes of training day. I mean, they're both cerebrally handsome. <laughs> right. <laughs> we all know that. They're yeah, cerebrally handsome. Yep. <laughs> uh, oh. but, but no, though. I couldn't. Uh, he His hand gets gooey, but also the... The you can flesh see sort like of comes you can, you can, you can kind of see the bone like the and tendons. stuff. Yeah. Honestly, I thought the makeup wasn't pretty that good. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty good. Um, there's something I want to draw attention to is that for Wilson Farber, I keep wanting to say Wilson Phillips. For Wilson, like I <laughs> for, want to call him Wilson. Phillips. For Wilson Phillips, he's trying to hold on for one more day <laughs> and find and find the muse, the the person who's going to make the most beautiful music, the best music in the whole entire mm-hmm. world. And basically, Lisa Bonet, or Lobnay <laughs> has written what I call cum shot music. <laughs> just, it is just porno music. Yep. To a T, like, beauty, 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 Music for fucking a piano. (laughs) (laughs) So his whole plan to to stop this after getting his hand kind of dissolved by the the soul curtain. Yeah, (laughs) the soul curtain drapes. (laughs) Um, is for. Him to take over the machine with his even worse song. And so, like, you can kind of hear her song and then his song, and then it's just his song. And Wilson Farber's like, What the fuck? What are you doing? Stop it. And then there's a, like, I think, isn't there a, I, I didn't take a whole lot of notes after this because I I just wrote <laughs> why he's taking he's trying just to take over the machine with his crappy song. She dies. It blows <laughs> up. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um, there is a few moments that the 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 yeah he his face in trying to control that keyboard is like the acting of Kevin Smith. <laughs> in ball rats <laughs> trying to well, lift wait, the which cigarette oh, right. <laughs> out of Jay's hand. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's very Snoogan's acting. <laughs> <laughs> this was a this was smooch to the booch. <laughs> that was very smoochy boochies. <laughs> so Bancroft runs up to Justine and says, Justine! Please don't die. <laughs> Chris, don't die. Ugh, Jill. <laughs> you were almost a, a Jill, Jill sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> this was a weird movie. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, the 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 thing blows up. They fall down. 
<laughs> they get pushed over by a cloud of dust. Yeah. <laughs> they open they open the door to get out with the musical notes. Dad. His hand your is your hand. His hand can no longer play piano. But he uh, basically puts the family fortune on Elisa Lobney <laughs> by saying these words. You'll, You'll be, be the, the music, music now. now. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, I just punched an acid poster. <laughs> totally ruined my hand. Uh, so guess who the breadwinner is now? So I don't know if you noticed in Daddy. the last in the last thirty five <laughs> seconds where it's just a still of the hand. Yes. But yeah. uh, but so Wilson Farber's hand had apparently gone through the other side of the soul window, and it was just his hand sitting there. And they had at least twenty seconds left of film. <laughs> and hey, why not just do? <laughs> let's just keep on that hand. Yeah. There were a couple moments like that during this. The handshake with uh, with the, with Bancroft and Wilson Farber when he makes the deal. That was is a like weird handshake. Handshake, handshake, yeah. handshake. Take hands away. Well, let's just keep filming this. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. Pretty good. This is interesting. And let's now fade into the apartment. Yes. Yeah, there's a lot of weird holds and a lot of weird pans in this episode. Yeah. So I'm not as fast as you guys, so this took me a while. But I did think of a way to describe Wilson Farber. Oh, great. And it was if Ben Franklin joined ACDC. (laughs) (laughs) Love it. Love it, Natty. (laughs) All right. It's time to go to something that we have to dust off. Yeah. Time to enter the old writer's room. Hey, writer's room. How have you been? Hey, writer's room. Look look at you. We did not tell you about the writer's room, Joey. We go Mm -mm. to the writer's room at the end of the episode to talk about... Uh, how we would have it? improved it or rewritten it <laughs> oh, or good. scrapped it. Here we go. I'm yeah. Ready. Okay, Joe, is there anything that comes to mind that you would have rewritten or redone in this episode? And saying all of it counts. Uh, <laughs> I mean, all of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I would make it make sense, maybe. Okay. That's a good start. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be that would be out of out of character for the show, but okay. Okay. Uh, like, hmm. no, I guess I have no idea then. Here's my first, <laughs> here's my first thought is that he's, a, okay, so they did pretty good. He's already a famous musician, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but it's not working anymore or he's writing a song or playing a song and then the guy who sold them the piano shows up. And he's he's like, well, your time's up with the piano. And he's like, no, I I'm I'm almost done with my masterpiece. Okay. And he's like, I'm sorry, my friend, you made a deal. But there is another way that you could keep the piano, and then it's like kill somebody. Or oh, something. It, it is it like sacrificing his daughter? Then? Something like that. Okay. Yeah, like it could be something like that. I don't know if I would get twenty minutes out of that, mm-hmm. but. Mm. Well, they didn't get 20 minutes out of this. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was a real short movie. Yeah. <laughs> Did you want to adjust your mic? Uh, sure. Sorry. My leg is I understand that. Uh, what if they made it like a harpsichord? Or like a different instrument <laughs> instead of a piano? What if they made it like a fartsichord? Fartsichord? <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Elisa Loeb's accord? That would have just written itself. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> This this episode wasn't as like 
straight boring as uh, what was the lo- it, it all comes out in the wash. Yeah, like, I really disliked wasted, that episode. It was, it, well, it was a wasted. That was a wasted opportunity because they had James Hong. Right. This well, it had Lisa Bonet. I don't put her in the same category as James Hong. No. No, because she's way too young in her career. This had yeah. to be like maybe the in the tens of things that she's done at that point. Probably, but this is still peak uh, like Cosby Show. It's eighty five, it was, it right? Was, yeah. yeah, it was. It was when Cosby Show was huge. I yeah. mean, yeah. So why did she? Again, why did she do this? She just. I think she was really passionate about this project. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real labor of love. Yeah. How long do you think this took to film? I mean, realistically, yeah, like a week, a day and a half. Yeah, like I'm that's what I'm wondering. Day, like because everything. Okay, so your main shots are all in the same location. Yep. So you could probably lo- knock out. Because the first one's just a tracking shot mm-hmm. to him playing piano, and he's not playing piano. They mm-hmm. totally added that later. Mm-hmm. So that was sweetened. And then you have your first cut. So you could probably do that in like three for coverage. Then, So, I mean, was she on set for more than a day? Two days? Two days. Two days. Uh, all They did all of the stuff in the apartment in a day and mm-hmm. all the stuff in the basement in a day. Yeah. And that's it. So, you know, she probably got paid 75 bucks. That's <laughs> <laughs> She got that's good for Lisa. Well, no, Lowe. she could yeah. she could command Cosby show money at that point. Oh, that's true. All right. Yeah. Why would they get Elisa Bonet? I don't know. Well, well, it's a name. So, well, I mean, it it is it is a name. She was on the most popular TV show of the time, but right? But this is so this is like an already syndicated 80s TV show that is on like at midnight. Why? I guess why bother having somebody? But I, I mean, she I know might have been a to fan too. I remember during the f- <laughs> of what? <laughs> <laughs> but I remember like Lisa Bonet being a rebel and a, a that's like, true. Yeah, yeah. And, but yeah. I mean that was that was one of the points that I was going to make though was that um, maybe she saw the writing on the wall that she wasn't going to be on the Cosby Show for that long. Mm-hmm. Because after Angel Heart, she was off the fucking yeah. show. Oh, that's right. Yep. And Crazy. when, uh, what year was Angel Heart? Was that eighty six? I was thinking eighty seven, maybe. We can check that. Yeah, you but I mean, it was that. like it was like the third or fourth season of the Cosby Show, because Cosby Show started in like so 83. So eighty six would have been the third. Eighty seven would have been the fourth. Yeah. That show ran to, until what, 92? Angel Heart was 1987. Okay, there nice, we go. Nice, nice, nice. Four seasons. All right. Uh, anything else in the writer's room? Did you have any thoughts, Jen? No, I don't think so. I liked where you were going with it. I didn't have I just strong think, opinions. I think they needed to, like, introducing um, old greasy lips. Yeah. Was just like. <sighs> you know who he, he was? He was too remi- strange of a character. Yeah. Do you know who he kind of reminded me of? Hmm. Is the agent from I don't remember which NWA video it was, um, but there's just like this greasy, balding white guy in one of the videos, and he's like trying to to screw them out of stuff. <laughs> oh, and so it, that yeah, that was probably that was probably Jerry, a Dre video. Yeah. Oh, oh maybe yeah. Well, where they were, they had Where Jerry. They were, yeah, making fun oh, of Jerry. Oh, yeah, 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 then that's, that must be what it was. Um, But yeah. 
That's, right. who, that's who he reminded me of. That's No Vaseline? Yeah. Ice Cube? Yeah. Love it. All right, Jen. I think maybe it was an ice cube. Okay. Give us that scale. Uh, all right, let's do a uh, scale of one to ten sandwiches. How many sandwiches would you give this episode? How many sandwiches would you give this episode? Ten being the most and therefore best sandwiches. Uh, I would give it one. Okay. Because that's about the amount of time that it would take me to eat a sandwich. Okay. Not knowing that this was not a movie. Okay, perfect. <laughs> okay, one sandwich from Joey. Okay, one sandwich from Joey. Maddie? Uh, I would have actually given it five. Wow. Oh, that's more. I, I didn't think it was the worst it, this was not grandma's last wish i like grandma's last wish seeing that girl try to do the splits and then talk about buzz that really just got under my skin yeah and then the fucking olives and coffee but that was fun that was like at least that, that was, was fun not, to tear was, into whereas this well, is just like boring so Mm, Grandma's last wish was another episode. Another episode. Yeah. I was really, really hoping for a moment. Uh, <laughs> that it was not the name of another episode. <laughs> I can just imagine you sitting there being like, "It was his grandma's last wish." And Jen is oh, shitting God. on it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Really what the hell, yeah. Jen? Uh, I decided Grandma's last wish was a John Waters movie, so I loved watching it. But if you're just watching it regular. It's it's horrible. Okay. Everybody's loud and screaming. Uh, so five from you, Matt Rose, Matt Nas. Four. Okay, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it a three. I almost gave it a three. Okay. I feel like you guys are being very generous. I feel after seeing what you guys gave it, I feel really generous giving it a five. Yeah. But I, that's I'm sticking with five. No, that's that's, I, that's okay. Cool. That was my initial yeah, reaction. I gave it. So. I gave it yeah. a four because. Because it wasn't as bad as some of the ones. See, this is the hard part now. Because we have said we're going to be judging season two on its own merit. Because we can't. But see, I wasn't. I wasn't judging it based on season two. I was Mm -hmm. judging it based on the totality of episodes I've seen. All right. And when you when you measure it against all of them, I mean, but even there's been worse, right? There's been a lot worse. Absolutely. But even but not the season. Even the totality of uh, season two. So now I have to ask: Do you have what I gave um, the the in the um, impersonator? I don't. Because if I gave that a four, this is a three. I thought you gave that like a five. Yeah, I thought I thought you gave it a five or a six or something. Then this is a four, and I feel good about it. Okay. Okay. All right. Because that's a better episode than this. Anything else we want to talk about, boys? This this episode. We've said all we can yeah. about it. That's this is a skip. This is a feel free to skip. Oh, this yeah, is an yeah, absolute absolutely, skip. Absolutely. Yeah. Joe, uh, unless you're a Lisa uh, Lobonet completist. <laughs> completist. Yes. <and> that's, yeah. <laughs> Joe, did you have anything that you wanted to plug or anything that you wanted to say? Um, no. Perfect. You <laughs> are exactly like every guest we've had. <laughs> Thank you for having me, though. Oh. It was Thank lovely you. to have you. It was very lovely fun. to introduce you to the show, and I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's okay, and how dare you? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. If you have not um, followed us on Facebook, my goodness, please give us a follow there. Facebook.com slash T, the letter T, from the dark side, all as one word. Mm-hmm. And then, <laughs> if you're not if you're not subscribed on iTunes, 
subscribe, please. Get on that subscription. It's free. Did we mention it's a free it's subscription? so free. <laughs> hey, guys. Yeah. Did you know that it's free on Google Play as well? Get what? right out of town. It Shut is. up. It is. It is also free on Stitcher. What? And if you listen... It's like we're just giving it away. And if you <laughs> listen on those platforms, which I love all the platforms, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. something that everybody knows about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Matt Noss loves platforms. Matt Platform Lover Noss. Yeah. Should see his feet. Just review <laughs> us on the platform you listen to us yeah. on. That would be great. That would be outstanding. It helps people find us. It does. And it helps us get found. We're in a basement. We're trapped. <laughs> <laughs> there are no doors. Please send the police. All right. All right. Uh, All right. Until next time, there is a request that we have for everybody. One more. I know that we're, we're rife with requests. Mm-hmm. Try to enjoy enjoy the the daylight. daylight. Just try to enjoy the daylight. Do your best. Thanks. Joey, will you try to enjoy the daylight? Mm, Okay. Okay. Bye. Bye. Absolutely. Bye. Transmissions from the Dark Side is created, hosted, and produced by Jen Hansen, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Edited by Matt Noss. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Bellyache Records. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr at T from the Dark Side and on Twitter at TFTDSPod. Email us at T from the Dark Side at gmail.com. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight.